Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral as we celebrate the third Sunday in Ordinary Time. You can find today's worship aid online on the cathedral's website, which is www.stpatrickscathedralallspelledout.org slash live. All of today's hymns will also be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnals, which are in the pews in front of you. Our celebrant this morning is His Eminence Timothy Cardinal Dolan, Archbishop of New York. Please now rise and sing our entrance hymn, which is in your hymnals. Hymn number 481, Come Christians, Join to Sing. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Welcome to Sunday Mass here at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral. We welcome as well those who are with us at home on the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM 129, and our Catholic Faith Network, and on our own live stream. Uh, special intentions at Mass this morning it's the week for Christian unity as we anticipate the feast of the conversion of St. Paul this week on January 25th. So we thank God for the growing unity among those who claim Christ as our Savior. And also tomorrow, a second very important uh, intention, January 22nd, uh, the day of reparation for sins against life, especially the fragile life of the baby in the womb so that we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. We call to mind our sins and we ask for the mercy of Jesus. May Almighty God have mercy on us. 
Forgive us our sins and bring us all to life everlasting. ever-living God, direct our actions. According to your good pleasure, 
that in the holy name of your beloved Son, we may abound in good works through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Jonah. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, saying, Set out for the great city of Nineveh and announce to it the message that I will tell you. So Jonah made ready and went to Nineveh according to the Lord's bidding. Now Nineveh was an enormously large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began his journey through the city and had gone but a single day's walk announcing, 40 days more and Nineveh shall be destroyed. When the people of Nineveh believed God, they proclaimed a fast and all of them, great and small, put on sackcloth. When God saw by their actions how they turned from their evil way, he repented of the evil that he had threatened to do to them. He did not carry it out. The word of the Lord. reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I tell you, brothers and sisters, the time is running out. From now on, let those having wives act as not having them, those weeping as not weeping, those rejoicing as not rejoicing, those buying as not owning for using the world as not using, those using the world as not using it fully. For the world in its present form is passing away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Lord, you Lord. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Mm -hmm. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother, John, they too were in a boat mending their nets. Then he called them. Mm. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat along with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. seems as if our Lord is on a roll. Last Sunday, remember, Jesus called, called his first disciples, and he's at it again this Sunday, calling more. He does it again, calling Peter and Andrew and James and John. Obviously, the call, the call is of utter importance to Jesus. And here's the punchline, everybody. Jesus has not stopped calling. Jesus calls us, just as he did those first disciples. Jesus calls you and me, come follow me. So what do you say for a couple of minutes, we take a look on this call to what is God calling us? Well, let me give you some ways that the Lord calls us. You ready? For one, the Lord calls us to recognize who we really are in his sight, the reason he created us. God calls us to acknowledge that we're made in his own image and likeness. We're the apple of his eye. We're his cherished children. He is our father who loves us personally, passionately, perpetually. Now there's a call I hope we have all accepted. Think of the implications, how we treat ourselves and other people if we really mean yes to that call. It's not easy. That's why I guess most people act as if God doesn't really matter. Two, the Lord calls us to act in accord with that identity as his chosen, as his children. He, our creator, 
has revealed to us how he wants us to live in accord with our nature, the identity to which he's called us. He's given us what? Commandments and expectations and beatitudes and a set of right and wrong. And he calls us to obey that. Here's a third way he calls us to know, love, and serve his son, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, the way, the truth, and the life. As Jesus called, invited Peter and Andrew and James and John to follow him, so he calls us to be his disciples. Now, my hunch is that you have RSVP'd that invitation or you'd be home on this cold morning still in bed or across the street at Starbucks instead of here in church. You consider yourselves having said yes to that call to his discipleship. Here's number four. He calls us to friendship with him, to life in union with him. Now, the lofty word for that is holiness, sanctity of life. Holiness is not just for monks and nuns and mystics, uh-uh, but for all of us. In fact, the church has a very fancy term for it, the universal call to holiness. The universal call to holiness, meaning all of us are called to friendship with Jesus, to be united with him, in our heart and soul. Number five, he calls us, beckons us, summons us, invites us to make choices in life in accord with his invitation. See, <coughs> these <coughs> choices are going to color such things as where and how we work we study, whether we live as a husband, a wife, a mom, a dad, a single person, a priest, or a sister, our professions, our occupations, our work. We Catholics usually refer to this call as our vocation, our vocation in life. The way we figure out, to the best of our ability, the way we figure out how the Lord wants us to spend our lives. <clears throat> Finally, everybody, the Lord calls us to eternal life with him. God made us to know him, to love him, and to serve him in this life, and to be happy with him forever in the next. So his call to us is meant to endure forever. Now, there are some of the ways that the Lord calls us. It's very important to know that we believe in a God who does call us, who wants us, who craves us, who gives us an identity and a purpose, a meaning, an origin and a destiny in life. I find it. I find it immensely consoling and meaningful, especially in a world and a culture that often offers us instead the banal, the nihilistic, reducing the adventure of life to a random, meaningless existence, tempting us to wonder, is this all there is? Uh-uh. Not to us who believe in a God who calls, <clears throat> who invites, who summons us. I don't <clears throat> know of anybody who's kind of captured it better than St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. <clears throat> Listen to what he said. God has created me to do him some definite service. He's committed some work to me, which he's not called another. I have my mission. I may never know it in 
this life, but I shall be told it in another. He's not created me for nothing. If I do but keep his commandments and serve him is my calling. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, <clears throat> maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, <clears throat> born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified in Pontius Pilate. <clears throat> he suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the culture of life flourish among all peoples of the world, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in the Holy Land, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Christians throughout the world, during this week of prayer for Christian unity, that they may bear witness to Christ's prayer that all may be one, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the powerful intercession of Mary, our mother, of St. Agnes on her feast day, of St. Patrick, our patron, through Christ our Lord.
Pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all the church. Accept our offerings, O Lord, we pray, and in sanctifying them, grant that they may profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering on the cross canceled out our sins. By his rising from the dead, he's opened the way to eternal life. And by ascending back to you, O Heavenly Father, he's unlocked the gates of paradise. And so with the company of angels and saints, we now sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. As we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. 
through him and with him and in him. O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
please join in singing our communion hymn, which can be found in the Blue St. Michael's hymnal. Hymn number 826, What Shall I Render to the Lord? Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that receiving the grace by which you bring us to new life, we may always glory in that gift through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Through the intercession of Mary, our mother, Saint Joseph, her spouse, Saint Agnes, on her feast day, St. Paul, whose feast we anticipate this week, St. Patrick, our patron, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Mass is ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, which is also in your blue St. Michael's hymnal, hymn number 641. Now thank we all our God. <laughs> 